All right, so here we go again. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Last minute recording. It's not our fault. No, we had higher hopes actually of, I don't know what happened. What's the matter? Oh, I was like, did audience. I not show, show what you're drinking? Whiskey. Shocking. Mm. I'm drinking a blueberry vodka sour. It's very good. It comes in a box. I just we found it in New Hampshire when I was up with the girls. I found that it was kind of like my my special drink. <laughs> and I'm still we drinking all, the box. Everyone needs a special drink. It's very good. Unless you struggle with that, sour. And you shouldn't do that. Don't do that. It's but sour. You still, well, you can still have a special drink. Just yeah, could be like just watch out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Could be tea. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> With lemon? I lost. You lost what? Not, well, I think I've lost some pounds, but I haven't weighed Have myself. You? I haven't weighed myself in like two months. Hmm. I'm not going to weigh myself. I feel good. Been working out. I gave up weighing myself. But that's not what I was going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, why, why are we talking I about lost, weight? I lost. What did you lose? Fantasy football was a big losing weekend for me. Who did you lose to? Everybody. I didn't pay attention to any of that. Oh, I actually uh, Mariana. didn't. I didn't even see. <clears throat> no, no, no. I saw that I you got did. crushed by Michael. Yeah, his I team. lost to Mariana. His team crushed me. Lost in my other league, and there's nothing worse than fantasy football talk. I know. I actually hate it. I just wanted to say it. But I wanted you to say what you want to say. This is banter. So, you can say whatever you want. But what I really want to talk about is big weekend coming up. Big. We have a really Huge big weekend. weekend. Lots going on. Lots going on. Actually, it's going to be semi-quiet Friday and Saturday, but- It's going to be very building busy up Friday to and Saturday. Sunday. Maybe for you, but the, for the, the most... people that get ready for the things <laughs> no, no, that are I have happening. A lot. Don't do that. You know I have a lot to well, do to I get mean, ready. Well, then don't pretend it's going to be a slow Friday No, no I meant like we don't have any events, if you will. Right, because that would be Because we're preparing insane. for the events. Yes. Most importantly, yes. our second oldest child, Mari Anna. Grace will be finally fully initiated into the church because we decided to punt confirmation for some reason in the Catholic church. I was like, we decided? No, we didn't. We just following the norms. Following but let's not the get norms. let's not get stuck on those <laughs> let's things. Let's not. This was a very exciting Nobody cares weekend. About that, she but it's a big exciting weekend. Agreed. To be confirmed. Mm-hmm. And she has chosen a sponsor, our good friends and listeners. Marianne Kaiser. Yay. Yay. <sighs> and the Kaisers get to come visit us for the weekend, which is really, really nice because we love when they visit. Yeah. So we'll have a, that, I'm sure that will be a beautiful mass. It'll be a great moment in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk more about that tonight, actually, about big moments. Big moments in faith. Mm-hmm. Nothing bigger than what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then. We're going to have a shindig. Shindig. Birthdays. Birthdays from the spring. That's right. I know. (laughs) We're we're catching up. You know, our birthdays with our different sides of the family, especially your side of the family. What are you laughing at? I can't say. (laughs) You're ridiculous. I can't say what I'm laughing at, but we're going to have listeners just listen. Uh, Or see. (sighs) Anyway, so. um, Excuse me. So our birthdays usually are by season with your side of the family. I know we've talked about that in the past because there are so many kids that we do them by season. However, we are well behind because we're still doing spring 
We did winter and the Point spring and the summer. Some birthdays. So we've got a bunch of different birthdays happening. Um, even some on my side, two two nephews on my side. So it'll be a really fun weekend. And but the most important n- thing. Nope. E- nope. E- nope. E- nope. Another big thing. The of second the weekend, most important thing happening. Which this most weekend. people, if you tell them, and it really is. There's like, a big no thing happening this weekend. The second most it? important thing happening. Is he's coming home. TB12. TB12. Your boy. Well, he's not really my boy. We all know he is. He's he's just not. He, we broke up a long time I, ago. I, I talk about guys had a lot of surgery. <laughs> I think ridiculous. I said that. I'm going to say this every time we talk about him. He's not my boyfriend. Um, coming back to Gillette Stadium, Foxborough. I didn't to play, know what you were saying. To play. Like, you're getting crass. I'm so Former team. Foxborough. Bill versus Brady. Wait, why is it Bill versus Brady? Uh, Bill's Bill not a Belichick. He's not a quarterback. Doesn't matter. It's the coach. He's the coach. So he's ver- he's. That's that the matchup. The matchup is the former coach versus the former quarterback. I don't really former. see how that really. It is. is. A That's what it is. That's the story. That's the story. Anyways, That's the story out I, there. Very though. excited. Very excited for the game. Except I'm I. I want to pull. I want to predict that the Patriots will somehow do something magical on Sunday. I, well, what are you hoping for? Exactly? I hope they win. Magical? Would it be magical? It would, if they it would, win? It would be magical. They're are not, they not doing well. They're just not a good. Well, they're one and two. No, they're not. One. In, how is one and two not good? I'm confused about that. One win, two losses is not good. Oh, I thought you said one huh? in oh, one, one and. and Two. two. I thought you said one in two. One, like one what? slash two. Like Why would I say that? One out of two wins. That? I, I, I would don't never know. say that. It wouldn't make any sense. And but... the Buccaneers are coming off their first loss of the season. Loss. Loss of the season. We got to get this done. It's getting late on a Wednesday night. Um, it's been a very long couple of weeks. Yeah. So do you have a prediction? I stopped. As, no. as people figured out, we didn't, we didn't do the picks because I- Forgot to keep track of them. You so did it one time. But I think we could do one game. And we could do one game a new week. tradition. Yeah, I know. It would have been fun. <laughs> Super fun. But it actually requires preparation, organization, and I wasn't ready for that. And I'm not doing it. But we that. will do this pick. So Tampa Bay. Let's see what they're getting. I have no idea. I'm gonna tell you. And I don't I don't really care about it. Is the except line. it'll just be fun. Red Sox are It'll be fun to watch Tom Brady. <laughs> Compete right, against Tampa Bay the Patriots. Is, Tampa Bay is only getting seven points, so Vegas is saying this is going to be a close game. Who's Vegas? Las Vegas. But they're the, the ones. Who predi- they're the better. Yes, they're yeah. the ones who are putting all the money down. Um. All right, you pick, and then I'll just pick the opposite of what you pick, <sighs> just so points. it can be interesting. I'm going to do this with this point spread. So they're getting seven. So Tampa Bay is giving no, they're, yeah, they're giving seven because they're favored by seven. So Patriots, we have to. So. You put me right to sleep. I can't. I can't. Football talk. Tampa is Bay. The worst. Brady's gonna. I think Brady's gonna light it up. Okay, I, I want to root for the Patriots. I, I hate. You know what? I, I have I their root, defense. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I, I have their defense. I am rooting for the Patriots. No, you think that they're gonna? You that's think two Tampa different Bay things. Win, but that's what I'm saying. I'm rooting for the Patriots. Okay. I'm hoping I'm wrong. All right, I'm gonna say I that just Patriots find it are hard to believe because I have their defense for my fantasy football, so I need the points anyway. So I'm just gonna go with them. 
Can we I'm stop hope, talking about I'm football? hoping they have a game plan. They Let's pull stop. it together, and it's going to be fantastic. All right. Well, there it is. <sighs> and there it is. Well, Genuine that was, yawn, people. That was banter. Genuine yawn with football talk. It just puts me right to sleep. You have anything else more exciting that we could talk about? No, all the other stuff I have in my brain is negative, and I want. I don't oh, wanna, no, negative. I don't no, want to no be negative. Right no negative. No negative. So anyway, so yeah, that's our short little banter. Um, it's a very exciting weekend for multiple reasons. <laughs> the biggest one Truth. is we'll have two out of six children fully initiated into the Catholic faith. I did have one more thing. I wanted oh, to ask. You, I forgot that. to ask you this. Did I let you talk enough last week? <laughs> Have we heard? Dad, dad, <laughs> he won't let me talk, dad. Um, I have no idea. My dad, I don't think he listened to last week's. He's been kind of busy. Mm. Healing, healing from his injuries and he things of that nature. Yeah, he looks great. Get to see him the other day. Came over to try to help us with our bathroom <laughs> debacle. I don't know. Nope, I don't want to We're not going it. down the debacle road, but he looked really good. Oh boy. Going to lose a microphone. And who's tapping on the floor upstairs? What is happening? What is that? Who's who's up there? Who could possibly be tapping on the floor at this moment? Oh, I don't know if somebody's sweeping the floor is what could be happening because chores are still being done even though half of the kids are in bed. The other half are doing their chores. They're all teenagers and stuff. Well, folks, welcome to another episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. So what I kind of um, just had this thought about something we could talk about today, and it kind of fits in with the kind of weekend that we're going to have with a big sacrament that's coming up. And um, Wednesdays, which is kind of when we've been recording lately, which isn't our ideal, but this is what's been happening the day before we have to release our podcast. Wednesday mornings, I have my hour of adoration at 9 a.m. So this morning, well, actually, it was really just this past week, I kind of came to this realization. I had done this pre-pandemic that I had was taking turns taking kids with me in the nine o'clock hour because it's not a horrible hour. It's an it's an early enough hour that they can still get their schoolwork done when they come back and everything. But um, it's a small little chapel. So with the pandemic, it was limited and everything else. And um, they closed down for a while. And so now we're back to regular hours. And I just had a thought like I last week I took Mariana to adoration because she had an appointment in Boston. So I needed to take her there with me. And I just had that thought last week that I really need to start taking one kid every and making a rotation. I'm not sure that I'll take Timmy for my whole entire hour because I don't think he could sit there for an hour, even Celeste. But I know Kiara can because she's done it before. sat for the whole hour in adoration with me. You know, give, not just sitting there, but giving her things to do. But it made me start thinking about this idea of helping our children to fall in love with Jesus in the Eucharist and we've talked, of course, about falling in love with Jesus. And we've talked about the sacraments, but really specifically falling in love with Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, just thought it's something that we can talk about a little bit tonight. We can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guess I'm going to be talking all about it. So, no, I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm ready. You, I knew you were going to do an intro. That's my intro. Oh. 
Well, tell, tell, tell about the, you told me a story about. I did tell you a story. Yeah, I was going to get to that story, but that's fine. I'll tell well, you a story that'd be now. a good part of the intro. That's a good intro. No, you're right. It was, it very was moving. a good part. It was very moving. So while, you know, I took my, I took, what? Like... I, no, I didn't know, I, I didn't know what part I was going to, again, we don't plan it out. So I didn't know when I was going to tell yeah, what story. Yeah, you did plan this out. No, this topic I did. Yes. I thought about it this morning. So as I was praying in adoration and and our son was behind me because it's just you know has about 10 kneelers and chairs in there and he was behind me so like, i couldn't see him how far behind you was he the the kneeler behind me so like what like why is this important I'm just joking around, really because you love details that's why <laughs> so i was trying to help i do love details i do i do and i'm not apologetic about it <laughs> What would the world be if there were people who did, nobody uh, liked details? Wow. The world would be chaos. Mm. So anyway, um, thanks to me, there's order in the world. But that's... <laughs> oh, wow. Well, there it is. <laughs> I just feel like going there. I'm just kidding. That's just not true. So anyway, the point is he was behind me, so I couldn't see him. That was the point I was trying to make. I couldn't see him. Then all of a sudden, a, a parishioner, well, actually, it's not really a parishioner, but a woman that I know comes in with her little baby who's who can walk. So it was a baby, like probably 18 months, whatever, maybe just shy, maybe just over a year old. When, some become, when, when do they become toddlers again? I thought- I forget. Okay. I forget the whole toddler. It's so when, long. When, is, when are they a toddler? When are they a baby? I don't really know. But, and she comes in with this beautiful little baby is toddling in and, and toddles like right up. They both come Wait right up because there must not have been toddles. That's a word. Remember, we've had this conversation before. No, we haven't. Okay. Anyways. We had it about like Let splashing or whatever. Like so. So they're toddling. So. That's, I think, why they call So it must be a toddler, toddler. then. At well, that point. yeah, sure. Maybe if they're it's toddling. A maybe it's a toddler. Okay. You're ruining I'm not, the whole story. The, no, you're going to get. You're gonna, this is good. So there must not have been this. any kneelers because they came right up next to me and knelt right on the first. There's just one step up to the little yeah. uh, little sanctuary area in, the, mm -hmm. in there. And so she knelt down right next to me and then her little babe just like stood right there in front of Jesus and then looked at me and then was like looking at Jesus and like looking at me and smiling. And my heart was literally just melting. Like I was close to tears because I had just before they walked in, I was journaling because I like to journal in adoration. And it's kind of how like I'm communicating because my mind wanders in a million places like all the time and when i'm sitting in quiet and adoration i have a really hard time focusing so i actually really have a hard time praying the rosary because my mind just like wanders so i'm i can't just like sit there but i will journal when i want to speak to god and then i read the scripture when i want him to speak to me not like when i want him to but when i'm like okay you know i'm gonna read his word now anyway so i'm journaling yeah, it's very warm in here. You can open that door. It's very, very warm. So I'm journaling, and I'm sure that just changed the whole lighting situation here, but it's okay. And I look up, and this little girl is right at my kneeler because I'm kneeling down, and, I'm, and she's sit, she's literally standing. Like I had said hi to her mom because we know each other, and this little girl just stares straight into my face. She starts touching my my notebook, and she starts babbling like to me, and I'm just like, and so I was like, Jesus loves you, and I point to Jesus, and she just like looked over at Jesus, mm -hmm. and I just I I just like right before they had come in, I was journaling and I was thanking God for the gift of our children, for a gift of you. And I just had had this thought of, here's our son behind us. 
He's driving. He drove. He drove to. That's big news. That was huge banter. We didn't even say he got his permit this week. And so he drove halfway to Adoration. I didn't let him drive on the main road yet because it was like his first, first time on a road. We'll get to that. But anyway, so here he is behind me driving 16 years old. And I was thinking back to when he was a baby and just like, wow, how time has gone. And then this little babe just comes in all loving, like being there and looking at Jesus and looking at her mom and looking at me. And I just, I just had it in my head, like, let the little children come to me, Mm. just kept like playing in my head. And I, I was literally moved to misty eyes. I'm not going to say I cried, but I was getting misty kneeling there and they were there for five minutes that was it and then and then she t- she kind of toddled she toddled around and and kind of made everybody else in the little chapel smile and then her mom took her out and it was the sweetest Hearing sweetest the, experience when you share that there's it, been one of my continuing pet peeves working for the church is we overcomplicate passing on the faith mm-hmm. I'm sorry we overcomplicate it Talk about curriculums, and and by the way, if you're in a Catholic school, or you're in a home school, like schooling, should have curriculums, and we should think that out, and blah blah blah. But the simple practice of passing on the faith, because there it is simple, mm-hmm. um, starts with moments like those you and that other mom did today. Mm-hmm. It's we've talked about this in the past. It's that. Simple and and you and I agree on this. And there's nothing more important that a parent can do than to bring their kids to the Eucharist, mm-hmm. even if they can't receive the Eucharist, even if the blessed sacrament's not exposed and the monstrance, Jesus isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Still there, bring your children to Him. So just one br- of my, just go in five minutes. One of my earliest memories, literally. One of the earliest memories I have, it's not the earliest, but it's one of the earliest memories because I was not in school yet. So I was probably three. Um, My brother was in school at St. Kevin's in Warwick and my mother used to take me to their chapel. I don't remember specifically if there was adoration or if it was just because I don't have that kind of memory. But I remember the smell in there and the feeling of being comfortable very comfortable. It was like a like a snuggly, warm inside feeling. That's the feeling I get when I think about sitting in the chapel with my mom. She used to take me there waiting to pick up my brother from school while my brother was in school. She'd take me to the chapel. My mom would be praying. And I'd be sitting there, you know, as a little kid, just whatever, like reading a book or whatever. But I just I have a memory of being in that little chapel with my mom hmm. and feeling like that was a safe place, a comfortable place, and loving that feeling, just loving the feeling of it. And one and one of my earliest memories of being at mass, I was in the pew. I still remember being in a pew next to my dad and like playing like a little pretend in my head, like I was at a restaurant or something. Like I was, I literally was probably two or three, but I remember being there and loving and loving being there. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks volumes of it doesn't have to be super complicated. Take your children I, to Jesus, to mass, to adoration. Yeah. I mean, we know a lot of you listen, you, you're doing this. You've yeah, done exactly. this, you do this. I'm guessing there's some of you who are just starting out. Maybe you're tuning in randomly. Who knows what's going on? 
but it, it is that simple. Pray at home, bring your kids to church and get to mass. Don't worry about, don't worry about anything else. Just get there. Just show up. He's going to do the rest. Now we have to participate responsibly and, but the more we go, the more that will happen. Right? So get drop by the chapel. Hopefully your church's doors are open and a lot, a lot aren't anymore. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, there's enough churches, at least in New England. Yeah, we are. There's still hundreds churches. and hundreds of churches where you don't have to drive far to, mm-hmm. and, and usually there's, an, there's enough churches with perpetual adoration spread out throughout most of the or dioceses. Even, even in just segments of adoration Absolutely. that's not perpetual, but, but there even are if like it's not, just eight drop to in. 12 or whatever. I, I just, I think the, we get, we get caught up on all the issues of the day. We get caught up on, you know, make sure the parents are bringing their kids to religious ed and then we get mad when they're not. And, and then we forget to talk about sometimes the basics and not, not true with our parish because we, we do. And you were sharing that you guys were doing adoration for parent meetings and how some parents were thanking you because they had never done that before. Mm-hmm. I never heard of that before and, mm-hmm. and how it brought them peace. Well, of course, because they were mm-hmm. sitting in front of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I think, um, so the exhortation is just bring your kids to Jesus. And I think for those of you who have done that, find ways of passing on that message to other families in your life. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. We have to learn to keep this simple. I mean, remember, Jesus started with 12 dummies. Wow. Ouch. Well, I'm just saying they weren't, they weren't the brightest of the bright. They weren't the best of the best. Right. They were they were. Some of them were simpletons. I wouldn't call them dummies. Well, I'm just, I was just kind of exaggerating there and yeah, for, I mean... for dramatic effect. Love the saints, love the apostles. But he didn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he, he didn't go recruit the smartest, and we, and, brightest. And, and we he see that, right? And we see that sometimes, right? <laughs> In the gospels where he's like, you guys are just not paying attention. And he has to re-explain it. There's a reason why he told parables. There's a simplicity to passing on. Sure, what, there was a lot of complex theology in our in, in church, et cetera, but before you get there, Jesus in the Gospels makes it kind of simple. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with just passing on some strategies to parents and helping them to keep it simple. Yep. And I think um, we've talked about obviously taking kids to mass and, you know, the common conversation I have all the time with couples that come to me to baptize their baby. I just encourage them, look, it's not... It's it's not going to be perfect when you take your little children to mass. They're not going to sit there with a the halo over mm-hmm. their head and do everything right. It's going to be st- a struggle at times. It's going to be a fight at other times. Hello. And yeah, just press the red button and it'll go. And but it's you're setting the groundwork. If you wait to take them to mass when they're going to perfectly sit still, they would have never experienced. No, you're not putting my, no, 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 no. Hi, mom. She's going to be so mad. How are you? You're going to listen to this, mom. Just no. You just are? Just no. Well, they can't hear you. They can only hear me. Just no, mom. When you I just did it because Lori was telling podcast, me not to. I tried. <laughs> I said, no, no, don't bring my mother on <laughs> the podcast. She just called me a brat. She, he is a brat. Mom, you're absolutely Wait, is, right. Wait, uh, is dad near you? Dad, don't, why are you taking dad on the podcast? Yeah, let him let him know that I've uh, I, I've tried to let Lori talk a lot this this episode. <laughs> They're laughing. Love you, mom and dad. Oh my gosh! Right, I now will he's just talk to my parents while I continue to talk. See to See ya. Hi, audience. dad. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you nut.
They love to. Bye. <laughs> Dad wanted to be on. Of course he did. He's hollering in the background. Uh, he likes to be the center brat. of attention. You brat. Of course you are. You, I told you not to answer, and you answered. Yeah, you just can't do that with me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I should have used reverse psychology. Oh, yes, yes. Answer it. Put her on, please. <laughs> anyway, the point I was making is if you wait till your kids will sit perfectly in church, oh, that's right, not right. the time to take no, them in church. No, no. I mean, it is, of course, every time. You, you take them even when they're little and screaming. I mean, there is. There is. I think that in older generations, they a lot of times they wouldn't bring toddlers to church, right? right. And so, um, but I... That's sad. That's it too bad. Sad. I don't think it's a necessary thing. So bring your kids to church. Don't worry about it. And, and and parishes and disciples who who are in these parishes should be stepping up and reaching out encouraging and encouraging and helping out families helping. who are struggling at mass. And and it's kind of that simple. I I I just again I'm just I get so upset sometimes with how complicated we make things and I think we we lose folks. Not like lose them. We don't have them yet, but we just kind of let them just meander <laughs> and they might show up at the sacraments, but it's not that hard to do some simple pre-evangelization and evangelization with with the Eucharist at the center of that, those mm-hmm. efforts. That's all. I, I, and I that's all we did, by the way. We It would solve a lot of problems. One of the things, like uh, just to talk about the parent meetings we had, we had parent meetings this week and last week. And what we did Besides talk about the details. And so if you're someone who's maybe involved in a parish or maybe your parish leader or something that you have influence in these areas that we we've always looked at it as every time we communicate with a family at the parish, it's a chance to evangelize. So Mm -hmm. a parent meeting is a chance to evangelize. Mm -hmm. And so we try not to take a ton of time talking about minutia, like details about the calendar that we could email all that to them. (laughs) We take the time to really talk about things that matter and hopefully do a little bit of pulling them in the right direction, evangelizing them. And so one of the things we did at every parent meeting before adoration, we didn't just spring adoration on them, but before adoration, we explained what adoration is, why the Eucharist is the center of our faith. Jesus gives himself to us as food for our soul, that we have food for our bodies, but we need food for our soul. He gave it to us. John 6, he says, you know, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. And people people heard that and freaked out a little bit and walked away. And the other people he looked at and said, are you going to leave too? And they said, well, where else should we go? You have the words of everlasting life. You have the words of eternal life. So he gives us himself as food, as true food for our souls. And we're starving. We're really a starving, starving world. We're a starving world. We j- just turn on any anything on the media, no, look he's, at he's the antidote. on the website, I mean, and we're starving. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the antidote. And we can have lots of food and lots and, of money, but we're still starving spiritually. He is the answer. Yeah, and I think especially with all the fear that continues to permeate so many people, even even many believers, are, are just mm-hmm. stuck in fear. And typically that means you're watching way too much TV. Mm-hmm. But there's so much fear. Um, and I'm just not, I don't care if you're left, right, middle, it's everybody. There's so mm-hmm. much in, everywhere. And, and I know I can get caught up in it at times and just to remind myself who's in charge, who's in control, mm-hmm. trust in him. Um, and the best way to do that is to bring ourselves before him. Keep turning and, to him. In the Eucharist. In the Eucharist. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, reconciliation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's uh, keep it simple. And I think if you're evangelizing, maybe you're, maybe you're working on some um, families um, in your life, especially you know younger families, and you're you know keep it simple. You can make connections between people being invited into your home and you inviting them into God's home at, at the church, and like find ways to begin to build that kind of path towards towards um, exhorting them about the Eucharist and, and and by the way and don't assume anything I think that's mm-hmm. the other big thing don't just don't just because they're baptized Catholic or you know they they got married in the church and had their kids baptized doesn't mean anything anymore it really presume doesn't. they haven't been evangelized just presume it and presume because the studies show this that they don't believe, believe in the, in the true or don't even know about it don't really understand it Correct. and most people just don't believe it because they really don't understand. They don't understand how it happens, why it happens, when it happens. Yeah. And when we've taken opportunities, last year was a perfect example for our second grade parent retreat. Uh, parent, no, it was the meeting. Actually, it was a parent meeting. It wasn't the retreat. I think it was at the parent meeting. Um, and we took an opportunity to really just catechize them on the Eucharist and how transubstantiation happens. That's the change from bread and wine into the body and blood, like a little deeper theologically. And people were, there were people, cause we were live streaming it. There were people commenting, I have never heard this explained to me in my 40 years mm. of being a Catholic or whatever it is, you know, I've never heard it explained this way. It makes so much sense. Thank you so much you know, light bulbs kind of going off in people's heads because they've never truly been given. Mm -hmm. We have such a richness to our theology based in philosophy and... But but, but again, this gets to the... It rests in our reason. It it, it goes along with our faith and reason together and... And many of those people probably have gone to a Catholic, went to Catholic school or went to religious ed. And quite frankly, that exposes... It exposes the problem of the last 50 years of religious right. education, whether in a Just Catholic school. And I'm not failure. anti-Catholic school. No. And I'm certainly not an- anti-religious education, but we over-complicate it. Just keep yes. repeating the most yep. important parts of our faith. Mm-hmm. The rest will happen. Mm-hmm. The rest will happen. There are all kinds of opportunities to learn more and more and more and more about the faith. Yep. But you're right. Our faith makes sense. It makes sense. And when it's explained in such a way, belief and it, absolutely, faith and grace it, it, it and, requires sure. faith is a gift. But it does and, make sense. Like, but we said to, as we said to all the families and the parents that came to the parent meetings, you know, if you're sitting there in adoration, because adoration is about to happen, you know, explain what it is. Um, ask Jesus flat out to reveal Himself to you. He will never disappoint you. It's not something yeah. I can give you. Yeah. It's not something right. Father can give you. We, you, It's a gift. Faith is a gift. And so you have to be open to it and you need to ask. So if you're a Catholic and you 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 do question, and even if you're not Catholic and you say, I don't, I don't understand this whole Eucharist thing, you ask the Lord to reveal it to you. It's right there plain in the scripture. Um, and it's very clear in our liturgy, which is steeped in the scripture, and ask him to give you the eyes of faith to see, and he will open up this whole new world for you. And it's just, it's life-changing. Mm. Eucharist is life-changing. So we want that for our children. And again, just something we we always say, but whatever we make important, right? we pass along as being important to our children. So we, and this is what we tell the parents also, if it's, you can't give what you don't have, so you have to make, faith important. And when it comes to the Eucharist, 
we have to show that the Eucharist is the center of our lives, that Jesus is the center, and that will naturally trickle down. Doesn't mean they're going to be perfect kids because they're not. Doesn't mean they're going to, you know, take every right path in their lives. <laughs> nope. But we're doing what we know we need to do for them, which is keep pointing them to Jesus. And then hopefully they continue to give their lives to him. So if you're listening, maybe just uh, commit to doing a little more, right? So if you can get to another, a daily mass, go for it. If you can just drop by the, the the nearest church that's open and just sit for five minutes with mm-hmm. with children, with your spouse alone, whatever you can do, mm-hmm. just do one little more thing, right? Just don't you don't have to go like from nothing to like you know twenty four seven. Nobody's asking you to do that. No. Nope. Start with five minute increments. Mm-hmm. or one daily mass. And maybe it's one daily mass a month. But just do that one more thing in wild abandonment to our Eucharistic Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the Archdiocese of Boston, which continues to uh, kind of sponsor this this podcast, we're, we're in what is now really kind of the second year of the year of the Eucharist. Pandemic literally screwed everything up. <laughs> um, but it will close. the This year, the Eucharist is going to close for the Archdiocese in June of 2022, the, the weekend of Corpus Christi, which is June 18th and 19th. But on June 18th, there's going to be a Eucharistic Congress at the Sangus Arena in Lowell, Massachusetts. And I'm saying this now as kind of some promotion. A lot of more information is coming out uh, at the end of October. But one of our big announcements, which we, we've already let people know in our Save the Dates, is Bishop Robert Barron is coming That's to this exciting. Eucharistic Congress along with some other fo- great folks who are going to help us uh, really close the year of the Eucharist in a really profound and powerful way. So, you know, maybe you want to write that down. Um, more information to come. We'll definitely announce it here on this podcast. But I wanted to get that in because we yeah, were talking about the really Eucharist. Exciting. Mm-hmm. That'll be awesome. It will. So, um, anything else to close us out? I think we really wrapped it up here. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be, you know, another, you're welcome, another short episode. Short episode. If you have a long commute, you're going to have to have something else. <laughs> Let's go back and listen to our <laughs> last year's podcast. And we got to, we got to, it's funny thing is, there's no chance we work out early next week. I know, <laughs> we're we're going to be wiped going out on. next Monday. Um, it's but okay. we'll, we're we'll committed to this. We we're going to keep doing this. We hope that it's helping so somebody. It's last minute. We're making it happen. <laughs> and you know what? We ho- Even if one person out there gets one little thing That's from it. what we say, we know that we have done what the Lord is asking us to do. Amen. And we enjoy it. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you. If you like us, please. <laughs> oh, you're going to do this. I'm going to do it because you know what? If yeah. you like us, Nobody sh- has. share us. Nobody has. I, well, yeah, that, that's review, even better. But it's <laughs> even more important than a review is to share us with maybe a young family who's uh, struggling or maybe a young family who just needs some encouragement in the faith and, and maybe an older family who it doesn't matter what age you're at. But if you think that some of the things we talk about could benefit someone you know, just share us along. Yeah, uh, please do. But, you know, maybe we're not their cup of tea. And there are a lot of great Catholic resources today that's targeted towards families. So maybe send them to the Messy Family Project. Um, that's a pretty good, decent podcast. Uh, I think they're, they're a little more serious, but they're good. They're very solid. So I didn't realize this was like a promotion well, I'm just, of I'm other just, people. Well, I'm, we're here to time. serve. We're here to serve. <laughs> I was just trying to get people to share I know, us. but my point being is sometimes we're not, we're not we their cup of tea. We're not their cup of tea. It's I okay. Are, I admit be... this. I'm very humble when it comes to this. You're I'm not, not apparently have to be their very full of pride I'm today. Just, I'm not full. I want to help people. Just help, saying, pass I'm here us along. to help 
They can find other podcasts. We don't have we to can point help them. them to Why can't podcasts? we help them with that? Sure, go ahead. Promote whatever. I don't no, listen to podcasts, it, so I can't promote I was gonna, them. The only anywhere. thing I was going to say was our friends at the Pelican Project. Yes. And and Witness to Love. That's all I was going to say. We have friends out there. Who are doing good work, we and do? we, we, I think we all complement each other. I don't yes, think it has to absolutely. be either or, but there are other good stuff out there. That's what I want to say. Just trying to be a, oh a good guy. Gosh, you're such a good guy. You don't believe that. Well, thank you for listening to it's another ridiculous. episode of Raising Eight. And whatever other podcast you like to listen to. <laughs> nope. That's not what this <laughs> podcast is. As you We're can... just Raising Eight. We're nothing else. We're just <laughs> And as you can saint. tell, we are a couple of sinners trying to raise saints. Bingo. God bless. God bless.